Hello and welcome back to Long Story Short. We are Jade, Stevie and I'm Elle. Three childhood best friends who will be discussing everything life has had to throw at us and all the lessons that we've learned in between. You're guaranteed completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh, just a warning, no story will ever be short. Hello listener, it's been a while since we've asked this, lol, not really, I asked you last week, but we are on a drive to get the podcast out to as many new audience members as possible, so we need your help. If you wouldn't mind giving us a little five-star review and giving us a little bit of a rate on any of the outlets that you listen on, whether that's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever else you might listen to it, that would mean the world to us. Going into 2024, we're looking to expand and to reach new audiences. So tell your friends, tell your mum, tell your cousins, tell your sisters and aunties and uncles and brothers, tell whoever you like. If you enjoyed this episode, please do let other people know so that they can come in, have a little listen and enjoy it also. Thank you. Very well that done, That was Jay. so nice. <laughs> a nice little thank you at the end. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We're back together. <laughs> Stevie's favourite film. You it is to... my favourite film. Yeah, it does remind me of you. I could probably quote it, but I still don't know that song when they just go the... I think that's what I do. There's a lot of sounds, yeah. Yeah. I remember going around to your house when you lived in uh, Holloway Road. No, you never lived in Holloway Road. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Holloway Road in North London. Oh, is that? Is that? that? That's Um, a different person you visited, Jade. (laughs) To watch Grease at their house. I remember watching Grease at your house after we had dinner. Your mum had made us a bread and butter pudding and it was amazing. How do you remember those details? I I remember the details. And uh, we would have been outside playing football with George at one point in his football goal. Do you know we've still got that? (gasps) Do you really? It's still in my garden. No. He's moved out and my mum is like, the goal is still there. (laughs) The goal is still there. Just wait for grandchildren now. No, she's like, that thing is going on top of the car. And it's going around there. Yeah. She said he's got six months. He's bought his own place. He's got six months to get his crap out. Get it out. Oh, but I do remember being around yours and we put grease on. And I don't think I heard any character say any line. (laughs) Stevie, basically, she done her own... She she script read to me. I I watched the motion capture and I listened to Stevie. It was incredible. (laughs) I've never known anybody to know... Everything, even down to like character grunts. She had the whole thing, you know, like who, huh, he, like she, everything. It was a one woman show, and I watched it in live time. It was brilliant, Steve. Oh, do you know what? I just loved it. I think I used to get obsessed with things. Yeah, as a child, I, I, I think I could probably still quote it word for word now. Have you seen the musical? No, because oh, I don't know if it would ruin it for me. Yeah, oh, my I was gonna say. Yeah, isn't. Peter Andre playing one of the lead, isn't he playing oh, the beautiful dropper? That guy, oh, maybe, might be. Because right, this is a little bit of a confession. Any um, Roald Dahl fans, I apologise now. I've never read Matilda, <gasps> oh. and I only found this out when I went to watch the. West End show, yeah. and it's based on the book and not the film. Yeah. And let me tell you, it ruined it for me. Oh. So, <laughs> so now I'm like, oh, God. the film is unbeatable. Yeah, oh, film, it is good. Yeah. That's so weird that you say that because the actress was on my TikTok yesterday. It was basically like, what happened to I think her name's like Mara, Mara Wilson, something like that. Um, 
And it's actually quite sad. Like, she mm. was obviously so successful and then got to, like, 12. And she was like, I realised I wasn't, like, pretty enough to do... I wasn't going to be, like, a Hollywood actress. I just wasn't pretty enough. So I just, oh, like, no. lost all confidence and stopped. And it's like, oh, my God, she's, like, one of the most famous child actors. Mm-hmm. And she didn't so feel good enough. as well. So talented. Mm. Yeah, I think she's a scriptwriter now as well. I think she writes... That's nice that she's still doing something, like, in the industry. Mm. But, yeah, can you imagine? I yeah. just thought, oh, my God. And also, like... She looks so different, which obviously, of course, she do. She was like ten or something when she did Matilda. But you now, when you look and you're like, "Oh my God, you're not Matilda anymore. You're an actual grown woman." Yeah, I love I love that film so much. Though. Brilliant yeah. film. Would you believe Melissa Joan Hart is about to be a grandmother? Who's I don't that? know who that Sabrina is. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, Sorry. what? Yeah, Sabrina the Teenage no. Witch is about to become a grandmother. Surely not. Let me Google this because right, no, I saw I've it the other day. I've got to Google this. Google it. I saw a thing come up the other day and it was like, how old are you? I'm old enough to know that Melissa Joan Hart being a grandmother is <laughs> not okay. Not okay. <laughs> oh my God, she looks so young. Oh, she's not as old as... When you said grandmother, I'm thinking like late 50s. Yeah. No, how she's like she? late 40s, early 50s, isn't she? She's 47. Oh. Yeah. 47. Someone's, oh, so is she about to be a, become a grandmother or was that an absolute lie from the social media? Well, I'm, I'm thinking think- if you had a kid at 25 and your kid is now 25, you're only 50. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. Um, people feel sick after Sabrina mm-hmm. the Teenage Witch cast. No, she's playing a grandmother. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh. So new, but yet so far. Well, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, Brilliant. let me read. I feel like I need to read this now. Well, at least we fact checked it. We wouldn't want to upset anyone listening to Can the you podcast. Imagine we've we just made her a grandmother. <laughs> just ruined any chances of her coming on and having a chat, haven't we? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, she's playing a grandmother. Oh, all right. In which case, she can get away with that. Yeah. Oh, she looks really young as well. She looks like. great. I'm moving into my mum first. <gasps> oh, yeah, she looks amazing. She looks great. She Have you seen that thing that's yeah. going around on um, social media at the minute, though? Why are Gen Zs ageing more than millennials? No. And I am so here for it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and th- but then I was, like, quite curious. And basically what they were saying is um, millennials went for the very natural, mm. didn't get into makeup until a lot older, haven't really had that many cosmetic procedures until they reached a certain age, probably massively to do with social media. Um, whereas you've got your Gen Zs who have like grown up, like when we were wearing blue eyeshadow and like Dream Matt Moose on our lips, like they're contouring their cheeks. Yeah. Um, so they were just like, yeah, that's why. Yeah. I do think as well, now, I mean, we've said like, we would dabble in a bit of Botox or whatever. But now I see people and I really find it obvious when mm. people have had fillers and Botox, I think it ages you. Like there's mm. something about looking really young at that, at whatever age that makes you look older almost. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Like there was this video, it was actually a lovely video. It was like... Um, Someone had just had a baby and her best friend was coming in to see the baby for the first time. Oh, and I saw the, that. see it. But the search thing was like the Botox crying face. 
And to be fair, like you could tell that the girl that was coming in to see the baby had had a lot of Botox because she was crying, but like obviously none of her forehead was moving. So like tears was coming out, but like nothing was scrunching up. It's the, when you actually see people like Jamie Lang's had a lot of Botox, when you actually see people trying to make expressions, yeah. you do, you look older. You look so much older, which is ironic. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, no, I do, um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things though, isn't it? It's like people, I guess we we they're like the the changing face of like beauty in that sense you know like people you know people some people like have had work done and to them they look incredible and at one point that was what everybody was going for you know the same lip shape the same you know the same cheek um like filler and accentuating certain aspects of the face and it's just going to be like anything else it's, it's going to be a change in fashion of what yeah. what what people what's going to be the aesthetic do you know what i mean it's the same with body shapes as well so each to their own again i've, I've said it oh, there's God, a there's yeah. a there is a crease in my forehead i've oh i found baby oil the other day girls <laughs> baby, Did you not baby oil. oil why have you got baby <laughs> oil <laughs> i meant to say bio oil Oh. My nan used to buy me bio oil and clear resort because I used to have terrible spots on my smell face. Of it as well. well, I had that the smell gave me absolute nostalgia because I yeah. and then it made me think, oh bless my nan. And my mum does the same as well, but my nan, she'd buy me any product under the sun if she knew I needed it. Crystal's got terrible eczema and she used to cut out things out of the newspaper oh. and save them and she'd buy this and buy that. But the ba- the bio oil, she always used to say, put that on your skin, it's good. But I used to write, I used to have terrible acne on my chest and my back and my face. Not acne so much on my face, but definitely on my chest and my back. Anyway, find this bio oil yesterday and I sniffed it. I was like, oh, the memories. <laughs> what did I do? I filled my forehead with as much of his oh. eyes, girls. I woke up this morning expecting to look like I've just have a facelift, but it wasn't quite the case. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna persist. If bio oil can't do it, nothing can. And then there I'll go, go for both of both. Apparently, it's collagen. We just need to start you taking collagen. collagen. Yeah, I'm yeah. taking don't it, Steve. Yeah, don't get Tom started on this. Does he not agree with it? it? Well, I think the I'm gonna get this wrong, but I think the long story short is that, like. I'm sure it does like great things for your body, but, you but can't for that to it, like, like yeah. get through to your skin, specifically your face, is like a bit of a long shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's way, like it's when I found out if you drink cranberry juice to help with a wee infection, you have to drink thirty six liters. Yeah, and once you've got it, it doesn't help. It actually the sugar in it makes it worse. Yeah, honestly, I feel like I've been lied to. I know, yeah. all these laughed mix. at, <laughs> humiliated. Yeah. <laughs> Saying that, I had a glass of cranberry juice last night and I really enjoyed it. I oh, yeah, like cranberry juice. I like cranberry juice, yeah. Like, like yeah. Cranberry juice. yeah mm. But it's got antioxidants in it. However, I, did, I was listening to a podcast today, the amount of antioxidants that are in coffee, I didn't realise. that Ooh. There's lots of antioxidants apparently in coffee, which is supposed to be really, really good for you. Even though caffeine is not particularly good for you, the antioxidants in coffee are. So oh, decaf yeah. all the way, girls. Elle, join in your club. Yeah, join the decaf club. (laughs) So I apparently get given decaf tea and decaf coffee without me knowing, despite me insisting I can tell the difference. What, at home? At home. I'm sure I can tell the difference, though. Placebo effect. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? It's funny you say that. I nearly nearly got myself into a little bit of a conversational, aggressive argument with someone at the pub the other day because there was two ladies that came up to the bar and they ordered drinks, and uh, and they said, "Oh, and we'll get Susan 
a virgin sex on the beach. Let's see how she behaves on that. And then, and then they said, yeah, you know what she's like. She'll be, she'll, she'll pretend she's drunk. And I thought, oh, and I really wanted to turn around and be like, um, I don't think it's very fair that you're going to placebo somebody. Why? Do, like, it was really bitchy. For your own entertainment. Yeah, for your own entertainment. And I thought, it's, and it was Christmas. It was a Christmas party booking. Mm. And I thought, it's, she's going to be the one that's all dressed up to the nines and they're going to make a fool of her. And I really nearly got involved. And I thought, don't get involved, Jade. <laughs> uh, and I did make the virgin sex on the beach. And I was like, enjoy but I, I, I felt really bad for whoever yeah. it was going to I thought oh, that's bitchy have you seen that before though about the placebo effect there was basically this program years ago and they gave half the people like x amount of beer half the people none and no one knew what they were having then all of them like couldn't walk in a straight line and was doing this and then when they found out that they'd had no alcohol they were like we feel so stupid but like we think we genuinely thought we, we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so weird. Oh, totally off subject, but I started watching "You Are What You Eat." Have you seen it on Netflix? The series. No. <gasps> Girls. Some of <laughs> Does stuff. sound right up your street, though. You are what you eat. So they basically done this this clinical study on um, several sets of twins because what they wanted to do was compare diets like uh, vegan um, and carnivorous, like meat as well as uh, dairy-free and uh, and dairy, like, so eating dairy. Um, and, and I'm only on, like, episode two, but it goes, obviously, into detail. So And it's obviously testing them out on, like, physical exercise, their body clock, um, uh, their, like, their, like, their, what's the word? I can't remember the word, but the actual age of their body as opposed to what their clinical age is. Anyway, there's all these different tests that they're doing and studies... And they put them on these particular diets and exercise plans. But where they're twins, they're putting them on the same same plans to a degree, but just changing the diets just to see what mm. the variation in diet actually does to your body, what helps, what doesn't, like what are the myths and how do they bust them. But at the same time, it goes into like the food industry. And it's pretty like shocking, especially well, just like the effect that the food industry has on the, on the planet. Obviously, this is very late coming to the game with this sort of thing because we know that climate change and, and we know about the terrible things that we're doing to the world and how we're destroying it. I'm not going into that, but it, yeah, you are what you eat. I'm on yeah. episode three. Like, it's really interesting. I was, I was getting into it because I thought, right, what should I be eating this January? You know me. And, uh, and then the side, the side, documentary part of it which is all about the food industry and how we've how especially america have, have come to like this the food standards that that they have and like the terrible diets that they have uh yeah it was really interesting if um, you like things like that you should watch sea spiracy <gasps> oh i've heard of this i think it's i watched so that good. Yeah. and basically what it does is go into the fishing industry and you have these big corporations who say that they're um, sustainably fishing and then they're like how can you sustainably fish you're putting a net in the water picking up whatever you can you're killing dolphins you're killing yeah. this you're killing that like just watch it it's really good oh, yeah, yeah. It, was really it makes you so angry doesn't it because you're like it's a con it's a con we're all being con because it was like it wasn't it something like basically tuna there's no way to get tuna sustainably because yeah. of the way that they source it but or it was something about 
like you could get around putting it on a tin that it was like lime or whatever yeah. and actually it's not but there was a way of people were getting yeah. around it and it was like and these big corporations will say how they're supporting the fishing industry and actually they're yeah. the ones who are making it worse yeah it's awful yeah yeah i know we said no uh, new year's resolutions <laughs> but like I definitely want to, I feel like I need to be educating myself a little bit better on some of these sorts of things so I can start making some better decisions. In terms of what? In terms of diet? In terms of what's better for the environment? A bit of a mixture, a little bit of a mixture and a bit more ethically sourced products in regards to like home products, beauty products, food products, cleaning products. Like I think I need to be thinking a little bit more because you know quite frankly I watched it and I thought well I feel absolutely useless and am part of the problem so and then I, and then I got angry I'm like how could I change everybody's mind and you can't you can only start with the self yeah. right so I think I'm just going to start with myself and just try to make better decisions in regards to like products that I buy yeah yeah and really reusable there's so many reusable yeah. alternatives yeah. out there now that yeah. are so much better than what they were yeah. years ago yeah I want to get some uh, I'll get it or I use one from Lush but the like the bars of soap that you yeah. can get as opposed to all of these plastic filled things that are in the bathroom the trouble is is obviously I live with like people so like I can't must like you can't tell people what to buy yeah. and you, you yeah. know what I mean like the thing is as well all of these amazing ethically sourced products are so unbelievably expensive they're crippling well i also then thought to myself right i'm gonna make my own mints and i'm gonna make my own fucking what else was i thinking of making the other day i was using carmex and i was like right no more paraffin jade go and make some Wax in your bar. I don't know. Jade, we're still waiting on the chutney. Well, I did make a turkey curry. I made a turkey curry out of leftover turkey. It's that didn't go to waste. See, didn't chuck the turkey in the bin as most people do after Christmas. That's as far as I've got. I don't know how to make chutney. I don't know why I thought I was going to make chutney. I just thought it sounded really good. You know? I just love like. The optimism. Yeah. The that A, you were going to have time. There. Yeah. And yeah. B, like, yeah. Well, I did the next best thing. I shopped local. I went to local businesses and I bought Christmas presents. So yeah. at least it's oh, local. Jane bought lovely the most Christmas beautiful presents. Beautiful gifts. Yes. <laughs> it was. It really was. Oh, my God. So from reducing waste to doubling up, <laughs> this week is all about sharing your partner. Oh. We got a juicy dilemma that came in. Well, it's not even a dilemma. Actually, you know what I love? This is a girl's girl that is sharing a brilliant story yeah. for the sake of giving us all a laugh yeah. and some insight. And I am so here for I'm it. I'm so here for it. I'm ready for it. Yeah, disclaimer, this is not an advice-giving episode. This is just sharing some absolute... Excellent content. content. <laughs> Well, before we get into that, you know what time it is. Stevie's Word of the Week. This word couldn't be more perfect for this episode, and we are thanking Gogglebox and their Christmas special, because let me tell you, it cracked me up. Oh, I've Ooh, not watched, watched it. bits of it. I've watched bits of oh, it. I fucking love Gogglebox. I, I love it. it. Oh, it was really good. Anyway... This week's word of the week is tumescent. I didn't watch that part. <laughs> tumescent. 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 It's giving fluorescent. It made me feel very 
eloquent when I said it. Tumescent. Tumescent. Sometimes I struggle with the words, but not with tumescent. 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 Right. I'm just going to go straight in with whatever I'm thinking. You said it's related to the episode. So I'm saying tumescent is when your vulva <gasps> is giving off... <laughs> is giving off... Sorry, I'm going way too far. High-pitched noises like a dog yeah. calling to a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Well, basically, I was, cool. I was thinking like that. I was thinking like when the vulva is tumescently plump and ready for action. I'm going with a swollen, throbbing vulva. Amazing. I'm so proud of that answer, Jade. I think tumescent is the feeling of exhilaration after a bang. Jade, you actually got it right. No! <laughs> Fuck off. Oh my god. <laughs> what a word to get right. How on earth? Girls. So, oh my god, I am the fanny whisperer. <laughs> no way. So it's not specific to vulvas, but it's swollen or becoming swollen, especially in as a response to sexual arousal. <gasps> Brilliant. Girls. Brilliant. I'll take a bow for that one. Yeah, I mean, It's only taken two years. Fucking hell. Of all the answers of all the world. Of all 97 episodes. <laughs> It had to be that one. Of oh. all the crude responses Ellie's given to I know, I've never got anywhere near. <laughs> oh. Well. See, that's the answer. Stick with genitalia and you'll get it eventually. <laughs> eventually, <laughs> yeah. There you go. See, Brilliant. that's what they say. You got, you get one out of every 100, right? One out of every 100 tries. So that how did that come up in Gogglebox? I can't even remember. Oh, no. They were showing a TV programme, um, which I have no idea what it was. And I did think back after, like, oh, actually, now I kind of want to watch it to know what, what was yeah. happening. Um, and it was about this guy and this... Well, it was about this man and this lady. They were having, like, a, a long-distance relationship over the phone. I don't think they'd ever met, but they were talking on the phone. They were slightly older, and he was doing a word search with her... And it got a bit sexual, um, and she was saying down the phone, tumescent. And oh everyone was God. like, oh, tumescent. Oh, and then, that's so yeah, funny. Giles and Mary gave fantastic responses. Oh, I bet they do. I love them too. Yeah. Oh, that was a great word of the week. That was I'm going to use that. I word. am <laughs> so impressed that you got it. I can't believe it myself. Girls, I haven't been so honest with strangers before, but I love the podcast and thought you deserved a good sex story to kick off the new year. Yes, we do. <laughs> In the summer, me and my boyfriend had a few drinks at a barbecue and got talking about threesomes. He said he'd always wanted one and asked me how I would feel about it. I said I was up for exploring, however, I wasn't happy for it to just be another woman. As expected, he wasn't interested in just another man, so when I suggested another couple, male and female, he was on board. As the months went on, not much was mentioned, and then all of a sudden, it was like the only thing he was going on about. I told him to go and do his homework, find a couple that were interested, and make it happen. And so he did. Ooh, dot, dot, dot. 
I'd like to say that I'm quite a confident person, but on our way to meet said couple, I found myself getting quite shy and nervous. He, on the other hand, felt super confident, very excited, and was reassuring me that we didn't have to do anything if it didn't feel right. When we met them, they were super friendly, and I immediately felt comfortable. The night was relaxed, and drinks were flowing, so by the time we got to the apartment, it wasn't long before the action had started. Long story short, in quotation marks, I had the time of my life. It feels a bit blurry now because of the amount of alcohol I had, but I can safely say that I have never had such amazing sex as I did on that night. Whilst I was having the time of my life, my partner, halfway through, attempted to swap back in with me. Turns out, he wasn't having as much fun a time as he expected, and frankly wasn't interested in the other woman. I can't lie to you, my confidence is through the roof. Needless to say, he's in no rush to do it again, and here I am eyeing up couples in the pub. <laughs> Turns out the grass isn't always greener. Brilliant. Oh, my girl. That's a bell. I love that. Absolutely love it. I mean, I'm sad that your husband didn't have fun, but good for you enjoying it. I mean, imagine that though. You're the one that's pushed for it. You're the one that's always thought about it. You suggested it. You found the couple. You did everything. And then you're like, this ain't for me. No. Meanwhile, your girlfriend's having the time of her life. Even that would else. put me off because I'd yeah. be like, what are they doing over there? Yeah, oh, she yeah. like she's having fun. <laughs> so distracted. Does she make that so face with me? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the trouble though, right? I mean, as much as there's, you've got to have such good communication to be able oh to do God, and trust yeah. to be able to do that right that it that's where it comes it comes down to it comes down to that but it does and girls what happens you're in there with your partner you're over there like, or like if the shoe was on the other foot he's over there having a whale of a time and you're like do you know what i'm really not into this like what do you do do you just call it pull off? him off <laughs> <laughs> pull him off you do not get to have fun when i'm not <laughs> Yeah, but wouldn't you just go the other way and be like, oh, yes, like, you can act it. I mean, come on, girls, everyone Maybe. fucking fakes it, don't they? Yeah, we've all done it in our time. <laughs> you can, it's, it's way easier for a girl to fake yeah, it than it is for a guy. Yeah, it is. True. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely heard some horror stories of, like, like threesomes going down or foursomes going down or whatever gangbangs going down. And then all of a sudden, someone can't get it up over in the corner, and it's like, oh, some lights ruined for Jeffrey. I've heard, I, I have heard a story like that as well. The guy, similar to this guy, wanted it, couldn't get it up. She had the time of her life. <gasps> had the time of her I life. Think it's but hilarious. do you like? See, this is the thing, though. Where does the politics come in, right? Can you, as the guy, turn around and be like, "Sorry, honey, I can't get it up, so we're gonna have to leave." Can't do that, can you? I don't think you can. Can't really do that. But then would you... Oh, that's a great question. Can you do that? If like, you can't guy? physically do it, would you still let your partner? I know it's all consensual, but technically she's had sex with someone else now and you haven't. But then I think if you go into it and you agree it, maybe you... I mean, who actually has that conversation before? If I can't get it up, you have to stop. I don't think people really do, but like... I think they should. Maybe they should. We know from a couple of these stories oh, now. Oh, we know. We're not professionals. But then surely but... you're doing it for the wrong reasons because you're saying, if I can't get me rocks off, neither yeah. can you. And it's yeah. like, but you've agreed to do this together to go and have an experience just because it wasn't how you planned it to be. Yeah. Doesn't mean you get to cancel the fun for someone else. Surely. <laughs> you are cancelled. Can you imagine? She's like, 10 more seconds, 10 more seconds. 
the shoes and the bags. Don't worry. <laughs> Bring in me. Don't be going on. Don't be going on me five minutes. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. But what? Yeah, that's that's very true. Or what happens if you turn up and maybe like oh, but but do you know what's nice actually that I took from this, which is, it is terrible. Such a fucking thing. I'm not going to say the word patriarchy, but uh, <laughs> but what I was going to say is I was going to come back to the point that. <laughs> what did she say? She said he was feeling. Uh, she was feeling nervous and shy. He was super confident and excited, but it like was reassuring her that like obviously they didn't have to do anything if it didn't feel right. Which which is great. Yeah, we, we know that. Yeah. Yeah. We respect that. We, we respect know it's it. But what a turn of events because he's like popping down the road, holding your hand. This is gonna be is great he no? fun. Is he no? Is he not quaking in his boots? Re- really. Ooh. Really? Could have been putting on a front. Could have been putting on a front. Can't believe his luck that she said yes, found a couple, and now he's like, oh, God. The pressure. Do I want this? Oh. Yeah. And also, I wonder, like, I mean, I, I can straight up say now, not something I'd ever be capable of, but, like, how could you be... I'm not, I'm not judging this, by the way. I'm literally asking a question of, you're in a room, your partner is over there, you would just be so distracted. There's no way yeah. that you wouldn't be looking, even if, I'm, I'm talking from his point of view, even if she weren't having a good time, you'd be thinking, oh, she don't look, look like she's having a good time. Is she okay? If she's having a great time, you're thinking, fuck, she's having a great time. Like, how do you zone out yeah. and be in the moment? Maybe you have to do it a few times I was just about to, be to, able say, to do that. I was just about to say, for like, as someone that doesn't know, like, that must, you it must take a few times and like just like anything like building confidence with you and yeah. your partner of knowing like okay this is how we communicate this i didn't like that like it's all got to be trial and error yeah. surely that they've got to like communicate this set is boundaries. such a big thing for trial and error yeah i mean well i know someone here. that had a foursome and she said like it was we did have a conversation before because like that could have actually ended us like if yeah, that yeah. went wrong and you think actually I mean you know technically have they they haven't cheated have they because they both have agreed to yeah, do this thing. it's okay but technically yeah. speaking you've slept with other people imagine you just thought you know what I'll never get past the thought of you seeing seeing someone with someone else I don't know but then is it worse if you're like oh okay so we're going to have drinks in the kitchen and then you go to one bedroom and I go to another with two complete different people swinging is like a pure swapping oh yeah Yeah. that's true but see also you've just brought me to that point so obviously the conversation that they had our listener has had beforehand is about a threesome where he suggested a threesome but in his eyes or how he's visualized it or fantasized about it it's another woman when she's obvious which is usually the way around right when he's turned around she's turned around and said well no if it's gonna be if it if we're gonna be inviting other people then it needs to be a man and a woman and he's obviously gone oh all right man and a woman is it like and then obviously it must have dawned on him that oh there's another man that's gonna have sex with my partner like, that's probably yeah. the realism of what's happened here, is he's always envisioned her with another woman and him being there with both of them. And the truth of the matter is, is she said, no, it's a man as well, or nothing at all. He's gone, oh, yeah, all right then. And then it's got into the room, and all of a sudden it's like, nope. Yeah, because, like, his vision is my partner and some other girl, which is great yeah. and exciting. And I get two women. I get two women. His vision ain't my partner's going off and having a great time, and I've got realistically a random stranger who i've got no connection with no nothing to Mm -hmm. 
Oh God, I couldn't. I tell you what though, fair play to you for trying 100%. it. One hundred. I am so happy you had a good time. At least one of you had a good time. Do you know what I'd love to know? The amount of people that try it for the first time and then try it again. Like ever Ooh. go back and do it again? Because yeah. I, the people that I know that tried it agreed after like. One had a good time, one didn't, but they both agreed we never want to do that again. Mm. So it was like a tick thing. You tick it off. I'm, I'm interested. I, well, I how many more people, people do it than what we definitely, think. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I'm so naive. Like, even with that Channel 4 programme, like, towards the end of last year, I can't remember what it was called and I didn't actually watch it, but it was about, like, couples experimenting with different couples. Like, the thing is, if you're bisexual and your partner don't mind you being with a girl or he doesn't really mind another guy being there like oh, i just think you've got to have such a unique dynamic yes. well yeah. we say that let's think back like as a species were we ever bred to be like we're, we're like packs of like we're pack, there's a pack mentality in humans right and i think modern society has taught us that we must be with one person and da 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 da. You think about the Romans, the Romans were at it with everybody. Yes, Jade, but also the Roman women had no rights, hadn't, were treated like <laughs> second class That's citizens. That's the time to talk about patriarchy. Patriarchy. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, what's modern society? What, are we Are we many years away from that? No. At least everyone was knobbing each other. The men were knobbing each other, the women were knobbing everyone. There was no fucking, like, there was... I mean, I say that, I actually have no idea what it was like to live in the Roman times. Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> really? I'm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, well, you, you know, like, you see all the artwork and stuff and you read the books. But, like, there is... Uh, this whole hedonism sector of society has always been there. It's just modern society tells us that it's not okay to have sex for pleasure and it must be to procreate and the church tells us this and this religion tells us this and blah 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 and it all gets like everyone's morals get into it and i think at some point you know there's a sector of society and there's people like uh, it's not something i'm into particularly but particularly (laughs) (laughs) but what i'm trying to say is is like this there that is a normal way of behaving for a lot of people and that is how they think of it it just depends i think on your upbringing on like your like where you're from i wonder if there's anything to do with class like but the thing is i i agree live and let live if you want to go and shag around and you want to have threesomes and you want to have gangbangs and you want to do whatever you want (laughs) Go for it. But make sure you're in a relationship with someone who knows that yeah, and yeah. also agrees with that or is also part of that. Yeah. Don't then get into something where yeah. someone thinks this is exclusive and actually oh, you're off yeah. doing good God knows what. Like I and yeah. Like it doesn't need a label yeah. and but I just think, yeah, you've like live and let live. Yeah. yeah. Go get your frills. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think as long as you're not preachy about anything, do whatever the hell you want. It's yeah. so true. It's so true. Yeah. Oh, well, that was a giggle to get the oh, New Year kicked brilliant. off with Thank girls. Thank you so much to our listeners. What a treat. What a Keep treat. the spicy stories coming yeah. in because they're fun to read. And please, if you guys do go back there, like if you, if you go for round two, with the same couple or with a new one, whatever. Like, please we let us know. Every yeah. We want to know whether or not he has a good time that time round. Like, let us know what the communication's like because I find it fascinating. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if you'll give in and be like, okay, we can just do it with another girl. She oh, might yeah. because she might think I've had a great time with the other guy. I'm up for experimenting and 
you know, doing something yeah, more. Yeah, you know, unleash the but dragon. How does yeah. this develop? Tell us everything. So that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Don't forget to give us a review and send any questions you've got to longstoryshortpodcast22 at gmail.com. Head over to our TikTok, Long Story Short Pod, to see what we've been up to. We'll be back next Tuesday, and don't forget, no story will ever be short. Bye! Bye.